0: Radio Free Cybertron Transformers Rewind This week on Transformers Rewind, we're watching Fighter Flea. They've got us. What are we gonna do? Attack! What do you mean? You think you're damaged? The diagnostics don't work! We'll take cover in there! After losing a battle to the aerial bots, Cyclonus and Scourge stumble upon a lost Cybertronian colony world where the inhabitants live in their own version of Cybertron's golden age. Welcome to Paratron, friends! You don't think this is what happens when you get deactivated, do you? Who knows, Gorge? Who knows? The world is peaceful and flowing with energon and ripe for conquest. Hey, you're not supposed to be in here. Who says?
1: Ah! Hey, I'm stuck up here!
0: Everybody's gotta be somewhere. Bringing the full force of the Decepticons upon it, Paradron quickly falls. Hail Galvatron! Kneel to your new leader! But this is a democracy! I don't have to bow to anyone! One of the natives escapes to captivity and reaches the Autobots on Cybertron, who return with him to prevent the Decepticons from controlling Paradron's vast energy reserves by any means necessary. There is no planet called paradron tell us the truth i promise you i'm not lying i don't know how to tell you this cup but the detector says he's not lying let's hear the story from the beginning our forefathers fled cybertron during the fourth great war it's time we fought for what we believe in our freedom our planet our lives we're
1: in a hurry give them
0: the weapons Than fighting. you know what the ancients taught a sandstorm? Fighting only begets more fighting. We don't have time for this. And we do mean any means necessary. I've never seen anything this beautiful in the entire galaxy. Alright, give me the bomb. We've got five minutes to get off this planet. Let's go. Five, four, three, two, one. Complex episode. This is a
2: complex episode.
1: One, thing I don't I, think it's that complex, but I, let's no, go no, anyway.
0: Just wait, for just, it, just wait for it, JD. We'll get there. I think my
2: one of my favorite parts of this episode is basically the characterization of Scourge and Cyclonus. Uh, Cyclonus. See that
0: they actually got individual characterization. Yeah, but uh, Cycl- is Cyclonus just being Galatron's abused wife.
2: Yes. Well, I mean, there's some of it, that in there too. Um, oh,
0: of course, I mean, it's season three. Yeah,
2: but Cyclonus is one of the great G1 characters from the cartoon um and he got in some you know great lines like everybody's got to be somewhere when yeah that was that was just a, a fantastic line um so but the the a repartee between um scourge and cyclonus and the other characters is just really strong to begin with um and this episode also features a lot of transformers backstory or stuff that really expands the universe that is just you know really nice but that's it, it expands it briefly um because Very briefly. it contracts after that <laughs> go ahead jd uh
1: well i have uh, several thoughts which is one now granted i had now for full disclosure i had not watched a lot of season three um and now i feel really good about that oh no especially after having watched this episode
0: He has unpopular opinions uh, this week. On this
1: show. (laughs) Apparently. Um, Because it made me feel really good that Rodimus was not leader during the time that the Autobots landed on Earth. Because I'm imagining (laughs) Rodimus would have come to Earth, they would have been reactivated, and he would have been like, oh, man, the Decepticons
2: are on Earth. Well, let's blow it up! So explain that, J.D. Why why would he do that? What happened in this episode that... Because,
1: okay, so the Decepticons take over Paradron, which is basically just another version of Cybertron with a bunch of Cybertronians on it. And they decide that they can't fight the Decepticons off of this planet, and there's too many good resources for the Decepticons. So, well, let's just blow it up so that we can keep it out of the hands of the Decepticons and save the universe. The same argument could have been made for Earth. Oh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Earth is an yeah. energy rich planet that the Decepticons were trying to take over. And Optimus could have very easily said, Yeah, let's just blow it up and we'll keep it away. You know, but no, no, he was like, No, we're going to do the right thing and protect these people and save this innocent
2: planet. But Rodimus. Ah, blow it up. Okay, so this episode is a real neat character study in the Autobots from Season 3. Because as soon as Sandstorm shows up, what do they do? They hook him up to a lie detector.
1: Yeah! They're like... I mean, granted, this is supposed to be after the war, right? I mean, that's the whole thing. Is like, this is supposed to be the the after-the-war period. The Decepticons are like a ragtag group with no real, you know, no serious cohesion. They're not a real big threat, they make threats, but they're not supposed to be like the Decepticons of old.
2: Uh, they you know? pretty much are. I mean, and if you watch any this season And dude three, they... shows
1: up with an Autobot symbol saying, please help me. And what do they do? They tie him up like he's a freaking spy. You know, Optimus would have been like guns blazing, flying to Paradron the first moment that he said the Decepticons have attacked my planet. I'm like, Let's go save them. Yeah. And Okay. they would have the gone. Though.
0: Here's the thing, though. The Rodimus administration is kinda of different because it's an actual administration. He has to worry uh, you know, about
2: things, actual repercussions.
0: <laughs> well well, he does worry about things and actual repercussions when Optimus Prime comes back later and is put upon to figure out how to deal with, oh hey, there's a whole army of Decepticons invading, what are we gonna do? I have no
2: plan. Yes. He
1: has no idea. <laughs> He's he's a cowboy! Guns blazing, you know. Exactly!
0: That's the whole point. He's a cowboy. He's a great battle leader. But when the war is over and it's time to actually run the planet, that's not really his strong
1: suit. So so are we saying that basically the third season is like... Cold War era.
2: Yes, that's exactly yeah. what it is. My favorite yeah, line from this entire episode is Rodimus uh, and the Autobots get to Paradron. They encounter the Paradronians, or whatever they would be called, and uh, he's like, Rodimus is like, we're in a hurry. Give them the weapons. <laughs> and they don't they they don't want to fight. And he's like, we don't have time for this. Fight or flee. He's
1: and it's, get out of here. Oh. <laughs> fight for your world or get out of here. Whereas. You know, again, Optimus was like, we don't want the humans getting involved. They're innocent. Whereas, you know, Rodimus is like, look, you can either fight or not. You know, um, we're probably going to blow your planet up anyway.
2: But- <laughs> yeah. After, you know. after uh, Ultra Magnus sets the bomb in this episode and they, they end up leaving... Uh, oh, they You have to, you
0: have to do Magnus' line, though. Yeah, it, you have
2: to set that up because I will swear to you, all right? I heard this clip for
1: years, and because I had never watched season three, I didn't realize that this was like a fake... You know, I thought it was like a fake edit. Like no. they put the two lines together. And the fact that this is like... like some writer... Put these lines together. I think typifies what's really wrong with the moral of this episode. Okay, I play this.
0: Okay, okay, so it goes. I've never seen anything this beautiful in the entire galaxy. All right, give me the bomb.
1: Yes. I mean but... that much of a pot. You know, it's like,
2: oh my god. Well, how <laughs> horrible. We we don't know. I I haven't actually looked at that script, so we don't know if the if. There was any editing there done by the voice actor or what, but the the thing is, so they uh, plant the bomb. The Autobots evacuate. I guess go to the a near, I forgot a nearby moon or something. Uh, which is kind of crazy because if the planet blew up, it would have crazy repercussions. But um, Rodimus well, has it's this. As much
0: repercussions as beaming Cybertron into Earth's orbit. True. Which, uh, okay, directly for, uh, but not nearly enough.
2: Rodimus has this almost quasi-contented countdown that he does as the planet is, you know, going to explode. And you know, and Sandstorm is like it's it's as beautiful in death as it was in life. And Rodimus is basically like, f you. And don't get all mushy. Cybertron's better anyway.
1: It's, it, it's like flippant as hell. It's like Rodimus is like totally like, like taking a crap in this guy's like Cheerios. Because he's like, yeah, you know what? We just blew up your planet and you get to go back to my crap planet now. Welcome to the war. Gee,
2: I'm like. Dude! Did, did you guys watch the uh, Quintessons info video after?
0: Uh, no. Okay, right, so I've seen it.
2: this episode featured the Quintesson info video that, that uh, played with information about the Quintessons. I think it was intentional, because one thing that it specifically mentions was how the Quintessons, with nothing left to do, they decided to blow up Quintessa. I think they said, no, that's not a crazy thing. You know, there's precedent for doing this, and the Quintessons did it. So basically... Rodimus is justified because it's something that the Quintessons did as well.
0: But, but, uh, I'm
1: just still, like, I don't understand the moral of this. Like, what, if, if you, through your war, through your, you know, interaction with, a, with another group, bring war to a third party, then what you need to do is blow up their play, like, nuke it? Like, that's, you know, don't defend it. Don't,
2: like, try to help them nuke their place. I, I, th- I think it was the writer's attempt to sort of reenact what they would have done with Vietnam.
1: I, I maybe, because <laughs> we certainly did, like, you know, you know napalm large portions of that country. But uh, it doesn't, it's still, like, the moral doesn't, uh, it, it escapes me. It just, well, okay. in a lot and, of it it's like- just...
0: It's like Brian was saying before. It's really like a character study of some of the characters in this episode. Um, you know, this is kind of like the Autobot equivalent to, uh, what was it, Webworld. Yeah. Which was the character study of the relationship between Galvatron and Cyclonus.
2: Yes. Yeah. This
0: is the character study of, okay, this is the leader that Rodimus Prime is.
2: It's Be not, afraid. It's not the, yeah, exactly. It's not yeah. the only episode like that. I mean, there are others that are basically studies on Rodimus, like uh, the ultimate yeah. weapon. Yes, is yes. definitely an episode that is tries and to focus on. Of
0: course, the burden hardest to bear. Yes.
2: And the return of Optimus Prime. Hey, Optimus is back. Let's give him the Matrix.
0: Yeah.
1: It was like, so giddy to do that. And I was like, yes, please do that. Because you are a planet killing son of a bitch. Uh,
2: Galvatron is more directly destroyed a planet. So I think. Well, Optimus, I
0: think that was I think that was more of a moon or something. Uh, it
2: looked like yeah. Jupiter, if I remember correctly. But. But that's what you expect like from, that.
1: like, the leader of the bad guys. You don't expect the leader of the good guys to not only blow up a planet, but turn to one of their former citizens and be like, ah, f*** you, buddy. Our planet's better. You'll have more uh, fun. It,
0: it, it's definitely what you expect from the leader of the bad guys who's batshit insane.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's perfectly reasonable. But for the, like, leader of the good guys to blow up someone's home world and then turn to him like, hey, that sucks, doesn't it? Wait till you get to our place!
0: Okay, okay, here's here's the way you have to look at Rodimus. Do you remember in uh, Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, Chain of Command?
2: Yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: how they emphasize the difference between Captain Jellicoe and Captain Picard?
2: Cardassians are like Timberwolves. Yeah. Sorry.
0: Well, no, I was thinking more the get-it-done yeah. thing instead of make-it-so. Yeah, 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 I, just, I, I love that a line. a very get-it-done leader. He's Captain okay, yeah. Jellico. You cannot let the Decepticons keep control of this planet. The quickest way to accomplish that goal blow it up.